This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck. And you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Welcome to episode 21 of the How She Did That podcast. My name is Tasha Booth, your hostess with the mostess. Now, I know every week I come to you and say that I have a special guest for you this week, but today's guest is extra, extra special. And the reason for that is that today's guest is my husband, Scott. And I am so excited to have him here. This episode is going live on Valentine's Day. And so I thought, what better time to bring him on to the podcast and ask him what it's like to be married to an online business owner, to a CEO and all of those things. So he's going to be super honest today. Tell us the good, the bad and the ugly. So without further ado, here we go with how she keeps the love alive. Hi, baby love. Hi, baby. Thank you so much for being here on Valentine's Day. I'm so excited for this episode. Isn't it sweet? It's very sweet. Well, I know all the things about you, but our audience doesn't. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, I've been in the Air Force as an officer for going on 19 years. I'm originally from upstate New York. I'm married to you, and we have two beautiful daughters and two dogs. Aw, and you're amazing at photography, and you're an amazing husband. Oh, thank you. (laughs) You are welcome. So I wanted to have you on this episode because I think that it is important to kind of get um, another perspective and a person's perspective who isn't in my business or isn't even in an online business, their perspective of what it's like to be married to an entrepreneur. And I know that um, some people that I've talked to have spouses or significant others who aren't totally sold on the idea of their business yet. And so they are still trying to find ways to get them to be as excited about their business as they are. And you've been really great with that from the start. So that's kind of why I wanted to bring you on um, the podcast today. So first question is, what did you first think when I told you that I was starting this side hustle as a virtual assistant? Um, I wasn't very surprised. Um, You told me, sorry, I wasn't very surprised. You told me from, beginning of our relationship how you will every once in a while need to try something new and it had been going well for you and you were passionate about your blog so I wasn't at all surprised that that passion turned into something you wanted to make a career out of. Awesome and were there any like there weren't any trepidations or anything when I basically came home one day and was like babe I'm starting this new thing. 
No, because we had talked about how it was starting to catch up in um, earnings with what you were making in a nine to five and how that was really the only thing we were concerned about was making sure that we could continue to have our quality of life and continue to have um, all our bills paid and everything like that. So once we knew that that was our um, goal or our limits, you, I had no doubt you were going to be respectful of those limits and not just go jumping off into the deep end until you had that as <laughs> your baseline. No, and I appreciate that. So that kind of brings me to my next question. So as I, as some people that listen to the podcast know, I started off part-time while I was in my full-time job. And then within four to six months, I was outpacing uh, what I was making as a VA from my part-time VA job um, from my full-time job and or compared to my full-time job. And so my next step was to come to you and say, hey, I want to quit my full-time job and take this thing full-time. And I think that when I talked to you about it, you were actually deployed. Um, so it was a conversation that we had, you know, either over Facebook Messenger or over the phone or something. And um, did you have, well, you've already said that you knew that I was going to, you know, be respectful and hold my end of the bargain, like, in terms of our finances and everything, but were there any times where you were just worried about it or thought maybe it was too soon or anything like that? No, I don't think so. I don't think I had that really come up. I'm not sure why, but I don't remember that being something that I was concerned about. I think part of it may be because like the whole time you've known me, like I've done a bunch of things and like I'm somebody who just jumps into the deep end in a lot of ways um, without the safety net but I always I am willing to do the work in order to make it work too do you feel like that was maybe part of it yeah I mean I, I would never question your work ethic as long as I've known you you have a incredible work ethic so I didn't think that this was just going to be a flash in the pan kind of thing. I knew if you were going to commit to it, then you were truly going to commit to it. And there was going to be nothing that was going to, um, it wasn't going to be half-hearted. So I didn't have those Mm -hmm. concerns about it being half-hearted or about it being anything less than I knew what you were going to do and how you were going to do it. So I wasn't concerned with that aspect of it. Okay. And now it's hard question time. So (laughs) here it comes. What do you think I do really well when it comes to my business? I think you empower your team members really well. I think I've noticed and sometimes I've questioned it maybe rudely, but how much leeway you give them as far as just big direction Um, But I think that's also because you're really good at hiring and you're really good at setting expectations for your coworkers, your subcontractors, your team members. And that by setting those expectations and not wavering on those expectations that they have clear and defined goals set out in front of them and that that makes them more easily attainable than being wishy-washy or constantly moving the goal. Yeah, I definitely am one that doesn't want to micromanage. And so I do take the time to hire amazing people so that I don't have to micromanage. Um, But I appreciate you thinking that I'm a good leader. So thank you. (laughs) And next question is, what is something that you see that I still need to work on to improve um, in my business? 
I think the biggest thing is uh, financial discipline, but not from a aspect of spending over your budget or over your income, but making sure that the things that, well, no, making sure you pay yourself, I guess, is the big one. Um, you, <laughs> right. you always take care of your team members and your overhead and you make sure all those are paid. And I think sometimes you underpay yourself to pay your uh, tax fund or to invest in something new or to do Facebook ads. And I think sometimes you need to be more disciplined with your your spending in far as how you divide up your spending, not overspending or underspending. No, I, I appreciate that too. I think that number one, that's one of the reasons that I hired a virtual CFO this year, because I wanted somebody who was there to give me that second opinion about, you know, how I was using my money and everything. And number two, like I always look at what is the long-term investment and what I'm investing in and do I really need to pay myself more right now or do I need to reinvest some of that money so that my business can grow? Um, but I do agree with you that sometimes, like as I look back on 2018, like on last year, there were times when like maybe I should have paid myself more instead of investing in, you know, another trip or something else, even though trips are fun. And you usually go with me. <laughs> when I can, yeah. So let's talk about work-life balance, which I know that a lot of people don't even like that phrase. They prefer work-life harmony or whatever the case may be. I know that sometimes that's really hard uh, because I'm working from home. So my office is home. So do you feel like um, it's been hard for us to have that work-life balance or that there have been times when the lines between work and, and home have been too blurred? I don't think they've been too blurred. I think that because of how you work and that you don't like to work a nine to five or seven thirty to five and you work when energy hits you that sometimes you're working when I'm home and I'm done with work, but that's mm -hmm. been an expectation that you let me know about as soon as you started working from home, that that was how you work best. And so it hasn't become an issue in our relationship. And I don't think it's a balance issue. I think it's just, a thing that we've learned to do together, I guess, for lack of a better way of putting it. And then right. I think that you do a really good job of prioritizing us, uh, although sometimes scheduled work things do get in the way of things that we have discussed as our priority for us, like working out together that we've had to reschedule or cancel altogether on given days because of scheduling conflicts that we weren't aware of ahead of time. Um, I really like that you have, I feel like when that happens, you are really um, good to call me out on it and just be like, we already scheduled this and we said that this was a priority. So we need to make sure that that remains a priority. And as much as it has maybe pissed me off in the moment, like when I go and think about it, I'm like, well, that's unfair to you, you know, to, to move around what we already said we were going to do, especially if it's really just a matter of me not taking the time to go into my schedule and actually put it in there and then accidentally double booking something like that's something that I need to improve on. So that's one of the things. And the other thing that I think you've done really well with helping me with my work-life balance is there will be days on end sometimes when I don't leave the house. And I think you start to see when my mood changes and when I just need to get out mm -hmm. and get some vitamin D and like leave the house. And you're really great to have said, you know, put on some clothes. We're going out. 
Well, I'm glad you like that. <laughs> so for those who may not have a spouse or significant other that supports them in the way that you support me in my business, um, what advice would you give them in getting them on the same page as their spouse as they're starting or growing their online business? I think the biggest thing is be willing to listen as well as being willing to communicate your own needs and then asking how you can best support them. I think that support is not always intuitive to the partner who wants to be supportive and Mm -hmm. we need to learn how to support each other and what the partner may think is supportive and loving, like just giving you time to do your work, getting out of the way might not be what you need for support. Um, So having that discussion about how to support and what would make you feel supported, as well as having the discussions to claim your partner, you know, claim your time with your partner and make sure that they understand that that, uh, you still need to be a priority and your relationship still needs to be a priority. But having that, that balance where sometimes the priority means more time together alone and other times uh, the priority has to be the business for spurts, but coming back to the relationship being a, a priority is what's important. I like that. And I think like we both know, you know, we've both read the love languages book and we know each other's love languages. And I think that that is super helpful in like what you were saying about how they need to be supported. It also goes back to know how they need to be loved so that as they're growing their their business, even if you don't fully understand what they're doing, um, you know, you're able to, if they're words of encouragement, you're able to encourage them and say, Hey, I noticed that you're doing a great job or you had a great month or any of those things. And if they're, you know, uh, physical affection, maybe just giving them a hug when you notice that things are down or mm-hmm. whatever. But I think that goes, you know, both ways for, for the spouse too. And realizing that, uh, what, like, for example, one of your love languages is physical affection. So when you get home, I try to stop what I'm doing and make sure that like, I give you a hug and, and actually greet you instead of just like, Hey babe, you know, because I know that that's important to you. Mm-hmm. So this episode is called how she keeps the love alive. So let's talk about some ways that we keep the love alive in our relationship and we got to keep it G rated. <laughs> but do you have any uh, ones or ways that you, that you can think of um, that we have just prioritized our relationship or kept the love alive in our relationship? I think one thing is by having one day a week where you commit to not working as far as Mm -hmm. not needing to be isolated to work. Like we'll work next to each other. So, you know, our Sundays where, we sit on the couch and we are in close proximity to each other. We may not be doing the same thing, but we're doing things in the presence of each other and you're not isolating yourself in your home office while I'm sitting around. So I think that's part of it. Um, I think things like you said, making sure that, that do the little things like greeting with a love language when somebody gets home. Uh, we do tend to prioritize having meals together both breakfast and dinner. I think that is one of them. I think another way is by not setting date nights, but periodically checking in, like, when do you want to go to date this week? I think that's another big one is continuing to to date each other has been really good for us. And then little things like if I try and pull you away for a few moments and we talk about it and let you know, it's just going to be a few moments that you 
you know, walk away from your desk. And we do spend time being affectionate, even if it's just for a couple minutes on days when we're both home and you're heavily involved in your business, just realizing that just like you would take a break to go to the bathroom or have a drink if you were working from an office, having a break to just get away from your desk and things like that and do something affectionate with your partner can be a big way to do little things to keep not just the love alive, but can also be little passionate things and little supportive things for both the entrepreneur in their business and their spouse. Yay, I love that. Yeah, I also really like that we have tried to travel together as much as possible. Um, Like last year, there were two back-to-back conferences or retreats that I went on and you went to Vancouver with me and then also went to Colorado with me. And I just love that and that you're planning on going to Orlando later this year with me. Um, And even though you may not be in those conferences like right next to me all the time, it's nice still being able to come home to you for lunch or come back, you know, and have dinner with you or just visit a new city together Mm -hmm. and share those experiences. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Well, anything else before we go, my love? I can't think of anything off the top of my head to add. Okay. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you and I love you. I love you too. That's it for this week's episode make sure you head on over to thelaunchguild.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You've got this.